If workplace culture is your jam, you're in the right place. Check out this episode of Culture Secrets, the podcast dedicated to creating workplaces where both employees and the companies thrive. Welcome to the Culture Secrets Podcast. I'm your host, Shelley Phillips, and I just happen to be the author of the book by the same name. This podcast is all about building strong, people-centered workplace cultures based around what I call the value culture formula. And today, let's look more deeply at how workplace culture is perceived and what makes a value culture special. Culture is the fuel that gets things done at work. It's the way people interact and work together. It's the sum of all the beliefs, goals, values, emotion, and intentions people bring with them when they walk inside the doors and hit their cubicles, assembly lines, or offices. It's what guides the decisions made by our day-to-day work expectations. It's what makes us outshine our competitors and bring new, innovative talent knocking at the door. It's ultimately what determines whether a company is successful or not. Culture is the heart and guts of a company. It's how individual employees become a team. It's what we care about. It's what we stand for. It's how we communicate. It's how we all end up on the same page headed to a mutually agreed upon destination. Company culture is something that even outsiders to your organization can feel when they visit. However, if the culture has derailed or is non-existent, the organization will never achieve its fullest potential and the employees will be left wondering if there's more to their career than just collecting a paycheck every other week or they'll be racing out the door to a new opportunity faster than lightning. The workplace is changing quicker than ever before, and today's employees feel they have earned more than just a paycheck at the end of the week. Right now, many employees wrestle with the Monday morning blues, knowing they're headed to a workplace where they feel undervalued, disrespected, and stuck without an opportunity to advance or learn. Today's workers want a positive, supportive environment that aligns with their values. There's never been a better time to reimagine workplace culture and the employee experience than now. Why? COVID-19 triggered a countrywide quitting spree. The great retirement has caused 2.6 million more retirements than expected. People decided not to stay in the workplace as long as previous workers do. Other sources state stress and burnout are reasons for early out. And according to the U.S. Chamber of Commerce, more than 47 million workers quit their jobs in 2021 thanks to the great resignation. Many of these workers wanted to improve work-life balance, flexibility, and they want a company with a strong culture. As many as 55% of Gen Z's and millennial workers say they plan to switch jobs. They're restless and mobile. They want higher paying jobs and flexibility. They want respect and to feel appreciated in the workplace. A whopping 56% of Gen Z's say they would quit their job if it kept them from enjoying life, and 40% said they would rather be unemployed than unhappy working in a job they didn't like. Glassdoor's Mission and Culture survey found that 77% of adults consider a company's culture before applying. Over 5,000 respondents said a company's culture was more important than salary. Now we're adding in quiet quitters to the mix. These people show up to work but they no longer actively put any effort into what they do. They do the minimum required to get by. They don't desire to perform extra tasks, learn new things, and they don't really want to mingle with their coworkers. Gallup says quiet quitters make up at least 50% of today's workforce, if not more. Workforce concerns are the things of nightmares are made of. Based on the research and interviews for my books and my presentations, even though many CEOs are struggling with things like environmental, supply chain, financial concerns, company culture or culture 
in the workplace still ranks in the top three things that keep them up at night. They all said culture is one of their top priorities. It's crucial business leaders understand the significant impact workplace culture has on the success of your business. However, culture building can get lost in the day-to-day shuffle. Culture gets lost because it's not easy to define. If you ask 10 leaders to define their company culture, you're likely to get just as many definitions. And let's face it, culture fixes get tossed around, you know, like a, a kite on the wind. You've probably tried employee pizza parties, surveys, logo apparel, and any number of forms of recognition in the past. But how many of you have ever asked your employees what's missing and what they crave? If not, you may never know that you have a cultural issue inside your organization. But real lasting culture change takes more than employee appreciation events and logo apparel. Thinking of culture as your internal brand is one of the best ways to put it into perspective. You already know what a brand is. It's how a product, a company, or a person is perceived by someone who uses it or experiences it. It's what sets you apart from your competition. It's your differentiator, I like to say. As a business leader, you can articulate your logo, your current advertising campaign, even your unique selling position, or what makes your product better than another. But in today's competitive work environment, you've got to go much deeper. What if instead you were asked, what is your internal brand? Do you know how your employees describe your company when you aren't around? Can you articulate why a potential employee would want to work for you? Do you know what today's workforce craves? Can you attract the highest level talent from Gen X, Y, and Z? Does your internal brand bring the diversity necessary in today's workplace? In April 2022, CNBC reported that 25% of people who left a job in the last six months did so because of company culture. The workplace environment is critical. Almost 60% of people polled said they had left a job or would consider leaving a job if they felt the culture was full of negative office politics. Put another way, your internal brand is your organizational culture, and it's the most important piece you should focus on if your goal is to build a successful company. My vision for the workplace is that it becomes a place where people bring their whole being to work, where people feel connected to those around them, build strong collaborative relationships, where failure is encouraged and even celebrated. It's a place where people feel valued and heard. In turn, high quality work is produced and both the company and the employee are compensated financially. What if this became your internal brand? Can you visualize the impact it would have on future recruiting or your ability to retain your current employees? How do you feel it would bolster productivity and profit? The same thing works for entrepreneurs, C-suite executives, and anyone who understands the power and success building a people-centered culture can bring to a business. It's important to remember that each organization is unique. Each workforce has its own mix of individuals and personalities. It's important you keep that in mind as you assess your current status and determine where improvements can be made inside your organization. Over the next series of episodes, I'll share lessons learned from other business leaders who will help me break it down so that you can see how a people-centered culture is centered around a core set of values and highlights why you should invest in workplace culture by shining a light on the tangible, increased sales and repeat customers, and the intangible, like engaged employees, benefits that you receive from having a strong people-centered workplace culture. When you have purpose, passion, and values, you can retain and attract great employees. 
future-proofing your workforce is made easier when you create a culture that addresses their concerns, desires, and needs. I'll give you questions that you can share with your employees to begin the conversation, as well as tools to help you assess where your culture is now. Can't wait for episode three? Here's a simple way that you can get a glimpse of how your culture fares today. Get out of your office and watch the parking lot if you want a more vivid picture of where culture is in your organization. Yep, I said it, the parking lot. On Monday morning, how do your employees arrive at work? Do they pull into the parking lot, fill a knot in their stomach, give themselves a pelt talk about how they can make it through the day before waiting until the last minute to slowly walk through the doors and settle into their cubicle and get ready for work week? Do you see employees socializing and sharing conversations on their way in? Or is it so quiet it feels like people are trying to fly under the radar and not be seen? What happens when the clock strikes five? Do your employees leave as quickly as possibly? Do they leave in groups? Do you hear laughter? Do their faces look like? Do they seem tired, frustrated, angry? The parking lot experiment is probably oversimplified way to get a quick picture of your company culture. You could probably do the same thing in your break room, but it can give you a quick snapshot of where you stand and help you identify if you have an issue. Culture isn't magic, yet great cultures and great leaders share some commonalities. I've dissected what great leaders bring to the table when creating great cultures. That's the value culture concept that you're gonna find throughout these episodes. Each letter stands for a trait or action. I believe is needed to build a strong, thriving culture. So let's take a minute and go through each of these necessary pieces. V is for vision. A business leader, as a business leader, it's your responsibility to cast your employees, board, and customers can clearly see how you will meet their needs. The culture you create is gonna be based on this vision. That vision should reflect your goals, principles, and dreams. A is for accountability. In each culture success I document, accountability is a feature that is a necessity. That accountability doesn't remain at the top level. You must build a system that moves accountability throughout the organization. Each employee has to have buy-in in the process and recognize their role and responsibility in making it work. L is for leadership. Leadership is what drives your culture initiative. However, you have to make sure people in those key positions have the skills and training necessary to be effective. You highlights the uniqueness of your employee. Each set of people bring their past, present, and future to the workplace. No one knows what they have lived through in the past. Each person has their own set of values and beliefs. Some may be motivated by thoughts of promotion, while others are happily collecting a paycheck and waiting and walking out the door at five o'clock and not worrying about work again until they arrive the next day. Strong, successful cultures take each individual into account and seek input so that a diverse and inclusive workplace is the ultimate outcome. E is all about engagement. You'll find an engaged workforce when you have a strong culture that has been woven into the fabric of the organization. This engagement leads to higher productivity, less absenteeism, less turnover, and higher job satisfaction. All markers any successful, profitable business would be happy to see. I can't wait for you to hear from leaders like Rich Sheridan or Gary Ridd. These are boots on the ground leaders, and they're gonna help share why strong cultures are built on this value foundation. I know sharing these interviews is gonna give you some access to some great valuable insights, and it's gonna have a huge impact on how successfully you can implement culture change inside the walls of your company. 
A value culture allows employees to feel like they're part of a bigger vision and mission. When their personal values align with the company value, the work environment becomes a place employees feel supported in every aspect of their role and feel there is a long-term place for them. When a workplace culture is built successfully, both company and individual employee goals are clear, retention is high, and everyone knows exactly what they need to do to succeed. They feel safe enough to speak up and are rewarded for good performance. At the core of a value culture, you will find how we treat each other as humans matters. This podcast will force you to ask, how does it feel to work here and how can I do it better? The answer to these two simple questions reveals a lot about your starting point and what you need to do to move forward. It's easy to develop a blind spot to what the actual culture inside your company is. Perhaps you've lost sight of the reality of what is happening daily inside the workplace. Internal culture gets confused with your purpose or mission statement. Your culture isn't a collection of fancy statements written down and posted around the office for employees to see. It's easy to overlook issues and focus on what's working. Why? Because as a leader, you believe in the company, product, and direction, or you wouldn't have agreed to lead the ship. Yet, that causes an idealized version of your true company culture. Changing culture in the workplace isn't easy. That's why one of the most valuable things you can do is to learn from the roadblocks and obstacles that others have encountered along the way. You want to make everyone happy, but you're going to encounter people who resist change. Knowing ahead of time what to look for and how to prepare for it will help you deal with these issues as they occur. These leaders that I'm interviewing have been more than willing to share some of the trials and some of the outcomes that they've achieved. Finally, as culture continues, culture is going to continue to evolve. It's employees who retire, move on to other opportunities, and you'll replace them with new people who have new values and new ideas. You'll need to measure progress and consistently take the pulse of your employees. So we'll dive into the value of measuring success and how you can translate that into a return on investment even the most thrifty management can't ignore. The first the first season of this podcast will also shine the light on three very different types of organization. Panasonic Automotive, a global manufacturing company, the Electric Cooperatives of America, which are not-for-profit electric utilities, and King of Pops, a family-run gourmet popsicle company. Each one is navigating or has navigated a culture shift, and they're set to attract the next generation of workers. Their companies have shared readily and candidly about what worked and what didn't and how they're continuing to build on that success. Each culture is different, but they all share the traits found inside the value culture formula. Companies and organizations must get clear on their purpose. Way back in 1960, David Packard of Hewlett Packard shared with the group, I think many people wrongly think that a company exists simply to make money. While this is an important result of a company's existence, we have to go deeper and find the real reason for our being. I think this is still true today. As you listen, listen to each of these episodes, I want you to think about and develop a picture of your current work culture and gain a deeper understanding of the vision you want your employees to be a part of. I want you to utilize the value culture framework to help focus areas of growth and determine the opportunities you have for improvement. And finally, I want you to create and implement a series of tangible steps designed to create a workplace where both you and your employee thrive. Each culture is unique. Revel in the fact your companies and leadership are working toward a goal and an outcome. Regardless of past approach, 
or past failures, you can use the tactics that we're going to discuss on Culture Secrets to build a value-based culture. Thanks for listening to Culture Secrets. If you liked what you heard today, subscribe, drop me a rating, and share the link with a friend. If you want to learn more or perhaps have me come lead a discussion with your company or organization, visit my website at www.chellyphillips.com. That's C-H-E-L-L-I-E-P-H-I-L-L-I-P-S.com. Remember, building a value culture is your competitive advantage and the backbone of any successful organization.